right, and now we're live. There we go. Hooray. Easy. <clears throat> We've done it. I'm going to go ahead and apologize right from the get-go. Uh, the tenants downstairs moved out, so the landlord has been fixing stuff for the last few days. You might hear some weird banging if, in the if background. that banging was on my end or coming from you guys. I didn't hear No, it's here. He's fixing some stuff up. Okay. okay. Well, hopefully it won't can, come. I'm guessing it won't come through the audio part, but for the live part, it might. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if we'll see how the noise cancel does. Um, yeah, yeah I can, if I can hear it, it's coming through the live one at least. Yeah, I'll try to mute whenever it gets really bad, but it shouldn't be too, too bad either way. I have a couple of recommendations for viewing stuff that people should check out. I want to start off with first. OK, uh, I'm a big fan of the Netflix original series, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. OK, uh, which ended about a year and a half ago. Uh, they just last. When was it? Maybe it was Tuesday. I think this last Tuesday they came out with one of those interactive specials similar to the Bandersnatch. Because I'm sure you're aware of that one. Um, yeah, sure. So they have one of those for Kimmy Schmidt, and it is absolutely hilarious. Uh, so if you didn't know about that and you were a Kimmy Schmidt fan, definitely check that out. Um, if you're not a Kimmy Schmidt fan, what are you doing? You should go watch that series. I, I'm a huge fan of that show. It's very funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other recommendation I want to give is, have you guys heard of Animal Talking from Gary Whitta? You talk, Yeah, you told me about this. I'm not interested in Animal Crossing, so I'm going to skip out. So Gary Witta, um, you may know him. He he wrote Rogue One. He wrote After Earth. He's written some video game stuff. I know him from back in like some of the old Tested.com days when he was on that podcast and whatnot. Anyway, yeah, cool guy, fun guy. He in Animal Crossing has built a late night talk show in the basement of his house, his Animal Crossing house um, mm -hmm. that has completely gone viral and just exploded um, he's getting bigger and bigger names. Uh, I had been tuning into a little bit. Last night was the first time I watched the full episode uh, because the main guest on it was T-Pain. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he invites celebrities over to his Animal Crossing town because he finds celebrities that are playing Animal Crossing, invites them yeah. over. They cut, they fly to his island. They go into they go into his basement, which he has turned into a late night talk show studio. He has like a backdrop. He's like has fake ca cameras, a desk and couch. He sits behind the desk. His 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 guests come and they sit on the couch and he just like shoots the shit and, and interviews them for like an hour or two. T-Pain was absolutely ecstatic to be there. You could tell that guy was having so much fun. You could also tell that he was probably high um sure from the number yep. of like bong rips it sounded like he was taking during this uh -huh. um but t-pain was just he was so excited he was screaming and yelling he when t-pain is having his his excitement is infectious and when he's smiling i'm smiling <laughs> is what i learned sure. during that stream yesterday um that was great dude loves animal crossing he kept shouting about how the weed man is on his island and he keeps trying to sell him weed. Um, what else was he a huge fan of? Uh, he just he just basically loved it. Tonight, Gary goes live. I don't know if it's every night or if it's a few nights a week, but he's going live again tonight in about 20 minutes, 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Tonight's guests are Elijah Wood and Danny Trejo wow. together. That's so weird. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
So he's going to have them both on at the same time interviewing them because they're both playing Animal Crossing these days. How fantastic is that? I I mean, it's really weird hearing those two together. Right? Sure. Like, yeah, that sounds like it's going to be so great. He's in talks uh, from what I've seen through Twitter, because whenever someone like really big reaches out because um, I follow Gary, Gary will kind of retweet it and be like, Ooh, maybe this will be something. Uh, Reggie fils is in talks to come on the show along with AOC, like getting some huge, huge names. I am so excited to see just I how big just this will go in Animal Crossing. That's just the thing. It was just the perfect thing at the perfect time. It was the perfect thing, perfect time. And he, it's funny because they'll talk, be like, yeah, no one else is doing this. I'm not inviting like Conan O'Brien's not inviting you over to sit on the couch, giving you a one million bell crown. <laughs> Gary gave T-Pain a one point two million bell crown. And the dude screamed for like a solid minute. He was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Gary showed him, showed T-Pain how you can take off most of your clothes. And T-Pain was so excited about that. He did most of the interview without clothes on amazing uh, like it's fantastic gary gets musical guests he gets musical guests to also come in and in between uh uh guests they will like play a set you know just through their like mic and whatnot like an acoustic set or something or if they got like the electronics you know uh connected into the computer so they can do that they'll play a set that's fantastic um it is really a, a really great thing to see uh, in the chat. People are asking, what's the name of the channel? It's just Gary Witta. It's G-A-R-Y-W-H-I-T-T-A. And the, the show is called Animal Talking. So he also has VODs up on his YouTube channel if you want to see some past guests. Um, I highly recommend it. It's a weird time. The T-Pain episode is extremely enjoyable. Uh, I can't recommend that one enough. But... um. I'm excited to, after this show, go watch Danny Trejo and Elijah Wood talk to Gary about Animal Crossing. Uh, it's a good time. I think it's very cool. So th those are my two visual uh, recommendations this week. Cool. What's up with you guys? What have you been doing for the past week to kill time? Staring at the wall. <laughs> I've been sleeping a lot recently. I think I'm coming down with like a little cold, so it's been yeah. kind of nice to just I was say you sound, hang you sound out. a little. How a do you little catch low. a cold? Who are you hanging out with that's sick? I don't know if that's a serious question. I think it is. Did you realize that you realize you can get sick? Got to get the virus from, from somewhere. Anyways, I think <laughs> I'm catching a little bit of a cold, so I'm a little bit sniffly or whatever. Okay, but uh. Yeah, no, uh, nothing too, too interesting. Just been watching. I've been trying to find stuff to watch on YouTube and man. Watch all of Mr. Like Science Theater because almost all of Mr. Science Theater is up there. I, I guess so. It's what I used to do in, in university. Oh, OK. That might not be a bad idea. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I haven't been doing a whole lot. I mean, I played one game this week, actually. And that do that includes I didn't play Picross or like anything in my downtime that I don't talk about. So I've been trying to stay away from video games this week. I've been just wanting to like lay on the couch with a blanket and watch some stuff. So it's been kind of a nice week to binge some stuff. But I've been kind of in and out of sleep for most of this week. Feeling better today. So that's good. Um, a little sneezy. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the weather change and like it was very cold. The other day and we had a window open so it was extraordinarily cold in our apartment 
And I think I fell asleep with the window open, so definitely doesn't help. But yeah, I haven't been doing much myself. I might actually catch up on those ta- animal talking or whatever, because that sounds like something to watch. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of just looking for stuff to like watch right now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I can't recommend like every episode. Uh, a lot of the guests I don't uh, know, but um, sure. the the T-Pain one from last night, it, you should definitely check out. Sure. Does he have like Norman Will on for like an old tested reunion at all? I don't think he's done that. Oh, um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he if he didn't bring them on. I, I would be, I, yeah, I could see it happening point. for sure. He is bringing on kind of like more like nerdy internet celebrities too. Like he's bringing on the three women from What's Good Games. I think that's oh, yeah. tomorrow okay. night. Um, sure. Oh, and they're they are being partnered with Tim Schafer, so he will be another guest uh, tomorrow. Oh, night. weird. Yeah, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Damn. Um, cool. Yeah. Neat. Well, if there's nothing else, why don't we get into the show? All this right. is the Top Down Perspective for May 14th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. Uh, and Paul, why don't we start with you? What have you been playing? I wrapped up the Mega Man Zero Saga with uh, the end of Zero Three and the full game of Zero Four this week. Oh, you did finish and, Zero Four. Um, oh yeah, I played through all of it. Okay, uh, that game was a letdown. Yeah, uh, isn't it? It just didn't it didn't <laughs> click for some reason with me. It's the it's the only Zero yeah. game I didn't bother to finish. So first of all, Zero Three ending is so fucking good. Yeah, but I'm not going to explain why because even though it's an old game, it's spoilers and like it's and the re-release was like a couple spoilers. months ago so sure yeah and i mean it wasn't spoiled for me miraculously this whole time <laughs> so um that was dope that was a cool end honestly zero three is just so freaking good that it like zero three and zero two are very very good um i could see them being interchanged depending on like the person and when they played what and like what they got more into yeah i think zero three is the better one as somebody who just played through all of them recently uh i think it holds up better um zero two is very good zero one i got a new respect for after playing zero four because zero one has a lot of problems with it and like it's very basic zero four has the opposite problem where it should by all rights be fucking amazing because they added a bunch of new stuff and like the sprite works the best it's ever been the music's still pretty good although not as memorable uh they added a whole bunch of like useless bullshit that doesn't matter and actually detracts from how the game is so they added a weather mechanic and there is straight up just like oh you can't get an x move unless you have the proper weather for this stage when you beat it because yep. it makes it like harder or easier. Yeah. And I found that out by not getting two X moves and then being like, why the fuck am I not getting these? And then restarted the game out of frustration because it's like, well, I can't even go back and kill those enemies because I've killed them. Like I would literally have to just go back and do it again. So I did it again already in a bad mood. Um, They introduce a character that I thought was very cool in Zero Four, but it sucks because I know they're never doing anything with him again because that's the last one of that series uh, named Craft or whatever. Like, I thought he was neat. He had, like, a neat arsenal or whatever, and he seemed like he could be a cool dude to introduce into the story somehow, like, in a bigger story. But not that he was introduced to just, like, not exist anymore. Uh, the end boss is one of the worst bosses in all of those games, like including like all Mega Man games. 
It's one of the that's, worst final bosses I've wow. ever seen. That's it a, that's a has, strong statement considering the history of this series. It is a boss that has one weak point um, that it covers up consistently that you have to like get uh, hits in during certain things. But it has a time limit also. It's fucking garbage. So like it's rare, I will admit. But I saw a video of some somebody posted that's like it's super rare, but this can happen. And the boss literally just never like put his shield down for his weak point. The whole like two minute fight, Ew. and if the time just ran out, so that can happen. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, um, it's really fucking bad. And the thing is, is that there's like good stuff in it. I think the knuckle is a cool idea where you just like rip the ability out of little enemies to like do stuff in the level. Uh, kind of like a souped up Mega Man uh, power where. You don't just like take the ability of the boss. You take the ability of like the little shits in the level or like use their bodies to like attack other enemies or whatever. It's a neat idea, but I never felt the need to use it. It seems like it would be something that like when you're really good at the game, you would like just completely destroy shit with like the level, the things that the level gives you. But I'm never going to get to that point. Uh, The music isn't as memorable, as I said. So that's kind of a letdown. All of it is kind of just a letdown. And then it has, like, the inevitable end of Zero, right? Because by the time you hear about Zero again, it's a new Zero, essentially. So it's like, well, I know what this is leading up to. Um, I don't know. There's something about that game that just it doesn't hit right. And it should, by all rights, be, like, the best one. And it just isn't. And it's such a bummer. It's such a letdown for that whole series. And that ending, like, I'm not going to talk about the ending ending, but the last scene is just basically like one of the characters you've grown to love of the series crying the whole time with the credits rolling. It's just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> this is the worst depressing ending ever. <laughs> this is what I was fighting for? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm glad to be done with that series. I'm really glad I got through it. Zero Three is fucking amazing, and that's the one I would recommend to people at this point if they're going to play one. Yeah. Um, it's so good. That's all I've been playing, though. Uh, okay, John, how about you? Uh, almost done Pacross S4, so I'm almost free of Pacross for now. Uh, my plan was originally like, oh, I'll play like five puzzles a day. And that was fine when I had all the long puzzles. Because right. it was just like, okay, I'll do the long puzzles. That's probably like, what, an hour of gameplay, a little under. That's perfect. I'll go do something else. And then eventually got to the point yeah. where puzzles started taking like three minutes to do. I'm like, I got time to kill. So I kept burning through more and more. And now I'm on like all the regular ones are done. All the clip ones are done. All the color ones are done. I'm doing the extra gigantic ones now. And then I have the remainder of the yeah. Mega Cross to do, which is like another hundred. But yeah, no. Yeah, uh, those Mega ones can be time consuming. I, sure. I find them faster usually. I honestly find them faster. Do you? Yeah. Because they, uh, they have a lot more tells than regular Pacross has. That makes some of the more annoying parts yeah. easier to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Other than that, uh, for game clearing this month, we're doing Bioshock Infinite. This is something I didn't write down on the list. Right. So right. Fi- finally playing through that now. Uh, are you actually into it? I'm enjoying the game. Uh, okay. Yeah. I meant, like, are you actually, like, have you actually gotten to it? Like, you met Elizabeth? Are you yeah. into the game? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm in Act 2, as, as people have told me. Like, we're about 30% through the game. 
Does that game okay. still look good? I remember the I'm playing the, the I'm playing the cool. PS4 remaster. Uh, I showed you guys, I think the okay. the weird uh, like subtitle <laughs> issues the other day. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still present in the PS4 remaster. I don't know why it's like that, but uh, I know the gameplay holds up pretty well. Still, it's still a pretty solid shooter. Uh, the tonics or whatever they're called the are fun. Vigors, I think, is the actual term for them. Uh, shooting is right. fun to do. The skyhook is real entertaining. Uh, Murder of crows was that one of them? Yeah, that instead of bees, you get crows. Yeah, I right, yeah. didn't realize how heavy-handed it went on racism. Uh, so that caught me completely <laughs> off guard when that happened on stream. I was like, okay. "Oh, oh, they're going real historic." Okay, but yep. uh, but yeah, no. Uh, other than that, like it's been fun. I'm curious to see where the plot goes because I'm told from most people like you don't expect the ending, so. Yeah, the ending is is definitely like a talking point. I'd be curious yeah. uh, your thoughts on that when yeah. you get to that. Otherwise, uh, Reese and I are playing through 7R still. Uh, we're nearing the end game, I think. Uh, okay. We just were about to finish chapter 14. So we just finished uh, the final wave. Side of, mission hell. Yeah, we just finished <laughs> the final wave of side quests. Yeah. I think... Or what I assume is at that point you have like six hours ish to go. That sounds about right. Yeah, I did it in thirty six. I think I'm at thirty two, thirty three right now. But a lot of that was like leaving the game running because the cat kept wanting to go in and outside. But (laughs) okay. But uh, yeah, no. uh, Wow, when when the game wants you to get ready to go up to Shinra HQ, they level you up very fast. It, yeah, there's it, a bunch of stuff. It feels like you. night and day. I like I started the chapter like level 22 and I'm leaving it at level 32. Yeah, that sounds and right. And I right. haven't been grinding. Yeah, yeah, you can't really grind in this game. You well, you can, it's just tedious. Yeah, well, they don't want you to grind. Yeah. Like, but like it, it's just it's weird cuz like now it's at the point where I'm like, okay, they're actually giving me money so I can buy things now. They're actually like giving me levels so I can start upgrading my weapons. They're actually like giving me interesting fights to do. Uh, and I didn't yeah. realize about the Coliseum. Like I just ignored the Coliseum. I'm like, oh, it's usually useless. It's just maybe some high powered item. That's the grind. That's where you can grind. I didn't expect the Coliseum to have such good stuff in it. Like you're. Yeah, limit- I think it gives like, you all of the other limit breaks. Yeah. It gives you every character gets their other limit break, and then you yeah. also get manuals to give yourself more uh, like sp for your weapons i'm just like oh you can get different limit breaks yes everyone gets oh, a second everyone gets a second limit break oh, i didn't yeah. do any of that <laughs> yeah no i ignored it too and then i was like uh i was doing the side quest and they they gave me book three i was like i have book one and book three where's book two i looked it up and i was like oh the coliseum where you can get your limit breaks oh okay so i went and <laughs> did that and that was was pretty yeah. easy considering i think i was over leveled from what i what they needed to be but uh, yeah, it's pretty easy as well. Just in general. Yeah, it's not too, too bad. Still still ping ponging back and forth on that game, honestly. Um, sure. Yeah. Like the there's times the battle system works great. There's times it's just a piece of trash. Uh, there are fights that are like super entertaining and like just like a fun challenge. And there are fights that are just absolute slogs and just the most tedious shit. Uh, it's just I don't know what it is about how it just it doesn't quite land right to me for some reason it's just an example of a slog fight because i never really felt that hmm 
What? Which one of the fights felt like a slog to you? Most boss fights, honestly. Uh, Bagu. Weird. Both Bagu fights just felt like a tedious slog. Which one's Bagu? That's the one in the sewers. Okay. Yeah. Or, sorry, okay. is it Abzu? It might be Abzu. I can't remember which it is, but it's something like that. Spoilers. I don't remember either. It's something like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the big, like, Chimera thing. Right? Yeah. The, the no, not, shitty not, behemoth. No. Yeah, not, not the actual behemoth. No, that fight was... Also tedious, but not bad. Uh, <laughs> sure. Never felt any of the fights were like tedious. I've so many of these personally. fights that just felt like the most. They, they feel like they take way too long. Like okay. I, I'm going in on weaknesses. I'm going in on like using moves all the time, and it's just it just feels like it takes forever. Like I'm like when I get them actually staggered, I'll use Tifa and she'll like increase the stagger percentage so they take more damage and everything. And it's just yep. it still just feels like a fucking chore. But like it's it's gotten more fun, if that makes sense. But at the same time, yeah, uh, it still feels wildly unbalanced at times. Like, uh, for example, one of the the, the Abzu fight uh, full party, full health doing great three quarters through the fight, suddenly two of them are dead and one's in the red. <laughs> and I'm like, what? how the fuck did this happen? What happened? <laughs> I don't fucking know, literally. Like, I'm like working on the on the mobs and then like, uh, one of my characters is like, okay, cool, the, the water's coming so I gotta dodge that. So I get out of the way of the water, uh, but the water goes at an angle so it I still got clipped by it, but the AIs both decided to stand in the water and both got killed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that shit's that actually is the exact reason why a while ago I was like, I really wish there was just a button that was like rally on me to force everybody yeah, yeah. to come together. The only <laughs> that thing fight specifically. The only thing that seems to rally them on a target is just locking on. Like camera lock on also forces yeah. your your AI to lock on, which is a little stupid. But like it's weird, yeah. I don't know, man. The more I play this game, the more I'm thinking this game is going to be held in high regard for now. And then a couple months to years later, people are going to be like, yeah, it wasn't as good as we thought. It's going to be a Bioshock Infinite. Because like Sean was talking know, about the man. other day how people like have like have turned around on Bioshock Infinite. I feel like yeah. this game is going to have the same syndrome. It's just probably going to hold that status longer simply because it's Final Fantasy. I think it's going to be like the second part is going to outshine it. I and hope. Yeah. Be no, like, me too. Like, I, I can tell one? playing this, the second part's going to be way better because they're going to have figured out all these weird kinks that are just annoying me about it. I'm hoping. I think uh, so. Because I, I feel like so, yeah. I feel like the jump to Kingdom Hearts one to two was significant that I and I enjoyed that much more. But sure. like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm sick of seeing Namui or was it uh, Namura's OCs showing up all the fucking time. <laughs> I really don't need yeah. like a two hour or however fucking long it was. I think it was only like an hour side quest about, you know, a dude who looks like Riku. And like, oh, he actually right. had a heart of gold the entire time. Like they they don't. Yeah. Need the sewer chase is actually annoying. There's yeah, so many things that are just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? This Honestly, is though, like. So what you've done is like side mission hell. Now it's literally all story stuff until the end. Yeah. There's no more side shit at all. I, I'm, I don't care. I, I, like, I, I don't care more it. so about the story stuff. I just care much how much fluff. If they cut down on the fluff, I'd be great. Like I already Man, know I'm this. So, is, I already know yeah. this is like a five hour in the original game stretch of game right. turned into 40. 
right feels exactly. so opposite to this because like i don't feel like there's like any fluff like, there's I'll, I'll agree so that the, much fluff the side in this quests game. are like uh like the lowest point but that's only because i enjoy the main campaign so much i enjoyed like all the side quests they weren't annoying there's or grindy like, or tedious like some like, of the side quests are like some of the better fights because they're more challenging uh i still don't like like they're so crazy with the uh with the status effects but at least now i've got stuff to mitigate that now finally I think I'm a little more on John's side with this, where, like, I don't want to find these stupid fucking kids and tell them to go to school. Oh, my God. That's not my job. Like, that stuff I hate. It takes, like, less than 10 minutes. It doesn't matter. It's 10 minutes I want to do in a cool fight. Like, that's... I don't want to spend 10 minutes running around See, I the second The second time you have to do that, I fluked out and found... I was doing a different side quest and found where they were, and that was a cool... But fucking tedious fight because they kept healing and it took so long to clock any damage on them. But like, it, like at least it was that wasn't as bad because like, okay, this is a fight that I need to like actually try with versus like, sure, just like oh, just go talk, uh, wander around town and just find six NPCs and talk to them. Are you playing on normal or hard? No, normal. Or? The the hardest difficulty oh, yeah, I could pick. Yeah. The hardest difficulty I could pick, which was normal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I. Okay. I'm sorry to hear it. I, I'm. Everything I'm hearing is like, I just feel the opposite of that game <laughs> of you. I yeah. definitely think I, it's going to be one of those games that like two is going to do slight changes. That's like, oh, yeah, this is so much better. This yeah. the quality of life is so good. Here. But there, there's a I lot of there's a lot of things there. about the second remake that I'm legit curious how they're going to tackle it. Like so far uh, yeah. from what I've done, it's been OK because like you have at max four characters to worry about that you can play as. Right. As presumably they're going to get far enough in remake two that you're going to get the other five. Like, what are they going to do yeah, at that point? I like, hope. They can't just keep like, <laughs> like, OK, yeah. everyone else goes and does something else. This is the team you're forced with. Like, you got it. Like, they've got to follow the structure of the actual game or the original game at some point where it's like, yeah, you just have extra party characters. You can just choose and make your own party. I don't know. I mean, they they could go that route if it, like because like I do agree. I feel like the second one they'll take a lot of this feedback and and improve it for that first uh, compared to the first one. But sure. I thought the first one made a lot of like kind of smart decisions of like, oh, you can't just swap out the characters. This isn't like technically it's seven people walking around, but you're only going to fight with three, and the other four are just like I don't know RPG. Um, like there's a part later on that you're going to get to John where the the teams do split up and you actually like bounce back and forth between them. I figured as much because um, I remembered like, okay, at some yeah. point I do have all four in my party. Um, so like they're changing kind of enough stuff that I could see them just narratively splitting things up in that way. I, like I could see it like they're, yeah. they're, they're making kind of a more like. St- I, I don't want to say structured because that's not the right word. But they're making they're making a more like tailored experience. I feel compared to your typical RPG or to, or to Final Fantasy VII original, because um, like I'm not even convinced they're going to do an open world. Like I don't think they need to. Yeah. I could see it just be like kind of these big hub areas, and you just kind of select. Oh, instead of walking across the plains, I'm going to go to this region now, and it just kind of loads you into that. I am mm. I'm, I'm curious how they're going to handle that. Because at, at yeah, some point, like they've got to, they got to do something. They got to make that decision. Maybe that's probably why the game stops where it does, because that's where the actual original game opens up a bunch. 
But I don't know. Like, Could be, yeah. I'm I'm very curious about how the second game is going to be because like uh, right now I'm yep. getting like I don't want to. The only comparison I can think of right now is I can get major Final Fantasy 13 vibes where it's like it just feels so weirdly strict and structured. And then suddenly it's just like, OK, now you're 20 hours in. Now everything goes goes wild. So, yeah, we'll see. I, yeah. Who, who knows? Like, I don't know. I also yeah. this game I, uh, changes a lot of stuff. The, the story is also start. The story changes are also starting to get to me. Not in the like, oh, they changed this pristine story. More it's like, oh, here's a nugget of something <laughs> right. interesting. Oops, we pushed you away from it. <laughs> And we're I'm not going to revisit it till the next game. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, basically, my stance right now is there better be a big fucking payoff for these fucking ghosts or I'm going to be so Dude, mad. Dude, there is. There they, is actually yeah, a huge they, payoff. They do touch on the ghosts and the ghosts are yeah. definitely like. I, I, it's hard. To, I don't even want to like, talk like about I said, it. Like I said, so we're, we're, if you're saying we're six hours away from the end of the game, then we'll we'll finish it. Like we've we've gone yeah. this far. I just, it's probably going to take like the rest of the week to get to that point, though, because we, we only get to play when sure. I'm streaming, basically. Yeah, yeah, but like we're like both recently. I just like what the fuck. Like you show something interesting, then you just take us away from it. <laughs> they do do that a lot. It's they so do make annoying. Good on a lot of it by the end, I will say though, they make it, good on a quite quite a few things. Okay, good. maybe to the point where people that really really like final the original Final Fantasy had problems with that ending <laughs> in the way they did it because they do some I, weird liberty stuff that I would lo- good I on still stuff. think we should we should spoiler cast this when John's done like I might I've be, already at, spoiler at this, casted at this it, rate yeah. I might be down yeah okay. we should well, I mean, we should talk in length about it yeah if you want to again Paul I mean if, you, if you're tired of talking sure. you don't have to but I, w- I would love to like really I get hate into talking it we, it's the thing talk, I hate it's the, the worst it's we've the talked worst. about this game for like what four weeks straight so uh-huh. well because it's a significant game basically like let, let's it be real this game's been teased like yeah. what four five years ago like i was still going to e3 at that point and i've stopped i haven't gone to the last four like it's- and honestly i i did a cast with a guy who was very very into the original i kind of want to pick apart things with sean who didn't even finish the original yeah i've had i've had such a <laughs> It's such a desire to play through the original yeah. um, just because I kind of want to know what the rest of that story is that I, that I don't know um, sure. so that I can see what the differences they do are. But also, like, yeah. it's 2020. I, I don't got time for another <laughs> RPG. I barely have time for one. And I've already played through like two. Well, how long like is it to play through seven nowadays? I don't even remember. I know it's got that fast forward mode built in if you play. I like know it has like a, a there's like a a speed right way to get through it, like where you can just kind of heal everyone easily. Like there's an easy way to streamline that game, which sounds good. But again, it is still that still probably only cuts down like a, a dozen hours. Maybe. Final Fantasy yeah. seven is about the same length as your first playthrough of Final Fantasy seven remake. <laughs> so 36 hours. Yeah, how long beats is on average thirty three hours for main story for s- the original game thirty eight. Complete okay. completionist yeah, wow. of remake eighty hours. Completionist of seven yeah. eighty six. That is yeah, fucking that crazy. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. like seriously, like the entire original I mean, game is the <laughs> same fucking length of the remake, which is like a sixth of the original game. I mean, I that's awesome to me because I really enjoyed remake. Like, I loved it. Sure. Enough to actually make me want to go back and play the original. That's crazy. I, I just want to fucking even... know how they're going to do the rest of the game. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think that's yeah, what's driving me crazier it's... than anything else. 
the ending has implications of how they're going to do it. We'll talk. We'll talk about it more at some okay. point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next week, don't don't be surprised. I'm like, what the fuck was that ending? <laughs> I'm actually. I'm actually. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna put my bet down that you hate the ending. I'm gonna agree. because I like the ending. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why. <laughs> I'm curious because my my opinion of the original game went from I loved it to I hated it to I loved it again. So I'm curious which side okay. of the coin I'm going to be on this one. There was just a while where I just hated seven. And then after seeing what Final Fantasy stayed as, I'm like, no, I think I actually like that game again. Yeah. So I'm cool. curious. I'm curious what my final opinion is going to be coming out of this. That game has wild mood swings in it for sure. It does. Uh, and like, I agree with John, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It has fluff either. Like that's, and I don't even necessarily think he, he thinks it's terrible. It's just that he wants the more interesting stuff. And it's frustrating when it's like going down a path and then it's like find kids. You you can like. <laughs> you can only like dangle a carrot on a stick so many times before you get fucking wise to it, basically. Mm. Like it's just it's just like, OK, you've done this so many times at this point, like it's just becoming like predictable. Sure. And then the other thing's been like contrasting it with what I know of the original game. And it's just like. Why are you changing that part? Like, why are you changing that part? Does this need to be changed? Well, the story's about yeah. to, like, kick it up a notch now for that Yeah, stuff, so. so I'm very curious how <laughs> this, the ending of this game is going to turn out for me. Yeah, okay. I'm actually um, curious, too. Anything else you played? No, nope, that's it. All right. Um, so it's, it's silly that I'm wanting to play Final Fantasy VII original, because <laughs> uh, I'm also having these, like, pulls to, like, I should start Yakuza. That's not a short game either. Um, so what did I do instead? I went back and played some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh my god! Because I was because okay. I was only ten hours into that game. You know like the short the, game, the short, yeah, exactly. the shortest <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. I was getting I was getting so many pulls to play it because of all the Valhalla stuff. Okay, that's and fair. I was like, man, I never, I didn't finish that game. I ten hours is a lot, but from like Assassin's Creed length, I didn't really get deep into it. I want to play more of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm doing that. There is absolutely no end in sight. Like that game yeah. is extremely dense. Um, there's just so much to do. And I keep finding like whole other systems in this game. It is ridiculous. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, I'm playing some Odyssey again. Man, that game is gorgeous. Holy smokes. It looks so nice. Yep. It looks it looks absolutely great. Um, and I'm hoping I don't get burned out in time for Valhalla. Um, so I'm kind of, so I'm like shooting myself in the foot. Like, why am I doing this? But for some reason, I just, I'm in an Assassin's Creed mood. Um, it took me forever to remember the combat again. Holy smokes. That was hard to get into that. Um, I games need to have like a, Hey, we, we have seen you have not played this game for three plus months. Would you like a quick rundown on some key mechanics that you really need to know? Like, man, I wish games had that. Holy smokes. um but anyway so yeah that's what i'm kind of playing in my free time the other big thing i've been playing is apex legends came out with season five uh this week uh in my opinion this is like the biggest season yet because they're adding a whole bunch of like specifically um it has like quests and stuff that you're going to be able to go on starting next week uh, which i'm very excited for um I'm not going to get like super deep into it 
because you know if you like apex you probably already know about this kind of stuff but excuse me the new character loba is really cool she can teleport around and she can like steal items off the battlefield so she's a lot of fun um and now there are like treasure chests that you can find on the map that will on if you get enough each week it'll unlock uh like a is it a hunt i forget what exactly the quests are called but there's like some pve co-op stuff you can do where it's not just battle royale uh that'll be starting next week once one a week will unlock for the remainder of the season i'm pretty excited about that stuff there's a whole bunch of new cool things in in this season so i'm playing a whole bunch of apex again like usual i'm always playing a whole bunch of apex (laughs) fair enough Um, but uh and then yeah just the usual animal crossing and uh gears tactics i can't play a whole bunch of gears tactics in one sitting i can usually get like one or two missions done before it's been a while. Cause each mission takes like probably takes me like at least 45 minutes. I'm really like constantly. Wow. Well, cause I'm kind of playing them like perfect. Like I'm not losing anyone. I'm not even getting people downed. Oh, you're um, missing. You know, the heroes can revive themselves. That's literally I, the I, point. I, no, I know. Um, but right, but there's an achievement for playing like 20 oh, levels without ever having someone downed. And I was like, well, I might as well just do that on the first 20 levels. That'll be the easiest time to do it. Gotcha. Um, sure. But it's just because I keep trying to like really like play it perfect. So I'm like, I'll start a level. I'll be a few turns in and I'll be like, oh, that was not the play I should have done. Let's restart that level. Try it again. Like oh, I'm doing wow. I'm trying to get like perfect <laughs> runs almost. So after uh-huh. one mi- mission's done, it's like, wow, that was just like a lot. I need to I need a break. You fought the Brumac, you said, though. The Broom... That boss fight was crazy difficult. Holy smokes. It's fun. Uh, That's a fun fight. That that was probably the hardest I had to really, like, tactically think out, like, okay, how is this going to work? Because, like, he was completely wiping the floor with me the first few times, and I was like, I got to restart. This is terrible. I got to restart. This is terrible. <laughs> um, but then when you do that enough, then the levels become like clockwork. And it's like, I'm the smartest yeah. man in the world. Look at this. <laughs> and that's what I love about tactics games. Like I get the same kind of thing with, with fire emblem. If you can like really like get things down, it's like a game of chess. Yeah. Um, and it like, and I'll, uh, everything's firing off perfectly. So yeah, that's, I'm playing a bit of that in the time too. I don't think that game looks very good. I keep. Yeah. It's it probably like my problems. shitty compu- computer, but I just don't think it looks very nice. <clears throat> Even like on a higher setting, it has weird texture pop in every now and then. I, there's weird issues with that game that I don't understand, but yeah. Okay, but that's all I've been playing. Um, so let's do some news. There was a whole bunch of news this week. Uh, yeah. Let me take the floor from you for a second. You were talking about yeah. how much you love Apex and uh, Battle Royale. Let me talk to you about the old days of Battle Royale when there was a game called The Culling that had all right, like... Daisy. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, kind of. 30 people into a ring, first-person, melee-based type of thing with some guns later, like, for the endgame stuff, right? It was a pretty, pretty mildly successful thing, I would say, back in the day. And then they fucked it up uh, by consistently not talking to their community about what they should be done. Did you say the name of the game yet? The Culling. Yeah, The Culling. Okay. Sorry, maybe I missed Um, that. Not updating it enough with stuff. Then they released The Culling 2 which had like 20 people on launch day playing it. So not enough for even a full match. And then it just slowly went down because it was garbage. They apologized for it and refunded everybody for that game and took it off the market. Well, now they're back with a new idea. The new idea is called The Culling Origins, which is the original game. 
Uh, if you had the original game, you have it currently. It went live today, the servers, apparently. But the thing about this game is, is that if you didn't own it, it costs you a fee to buy it. And then it costs you a fee after one round, one match per day. You get one match per day you can play. And then you have to buy tokens to play more matches in that day. So it is literally a pay to play game of you buy it for like five bucks and then you pay like a dollar per match. Unless you're winning all the time, then you get given a token that you can put forward to another game or whatever. So it is literally pay for however many matches you want. And if you don't like the token system, you can just give them more money to have like a week free free play or a month free play or whatever. So, yeah, it's weird. Are people doing this? What's that? Are people happy with this? No. <laughs> no, people. I would say people are not happy with this. Okay. Um, I would say so far also that the few people that have just been like, we really want the coin to like come back. Xavier, please. They're gone. Like they've lost everybody at this point. Even the people that were holding on for hope. They're. Yeah, they're really, really 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 bad um i kind of understand what they were trying to do with it at that point you should just make it a free game for everybody right if you're going to charge microtransactions like you have to buy the game and then you have to pay literally to play it or do a subscription model like wow or something and even then there might not be people playing (laughs) so like you're paying to like literally stand there or whatever. And hope. I don't know. This is this is a bad idea. This is extraordinarily bad. Because they were never big enough, even when they were big, to pull this off. I don't know why they thought they could come back and do this. <laughs> it's crazy to me. It is weird. I'm trying to think of any game that I would like do that for. And the closest I could think was like, well, I I purchased Overwatch. You buy a battle you buy a paddle ba- then, a battle pass for Apex. You would do it for Apex. Well, the, the different that's a free to play game. No, so that's, yeah, ga- you're right. So I'm trying to think of a game that I, I had to purchase and then I had to pay to play it. So that would be like I paid, you know, $60 yeah. for Overwatch and then I have to pay for Xbox Live. And that barely yeah. counts. Yeah, that's a right. stretch. I agree. Um, but. I guess the closest is people that buy uh, bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare and then they buy the Battle Pass every month or whatever. And even then... They're getting extra for buying that. They're not just getting the game. You know what I mean? They're not like just they're like getting the access pa- into the into playing it. They could play easily without the battle pass. Yeah. No, I I, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't really consider battle passes counting. And again, if no. I go back to the Apex example that you brought up, because that's my frame of reference, I get so much additional cool things I, can right. ha- I have access to when I pay for that battle pass. And I am more than happy mm-hmm. to give them $10 because I didn't give them any money to play. I also earned in-game $10 from playing it so much last season. Like, it's just paying for itself at this point. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I This happened just like a couple days ago. We're still in the process of seeing what this is going to do to Xavier, the team that does this, and the community at large. But most people are not happy with this, and there's a lot of like online personalities talking trash about it of course 
So this is probably going to be their biggest failure yet and might actually kill that company fully. <laughs> Who it knows? Would, we'll it wouldn't see. shock me. That's just the crazy move to do. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Even if you're you. So the reason WoW got away with it and why like Final Fantasy gets away with like a subscription model is because, first of all, you can always play. And so like they're big enough that they could do it. Um, and there's a whole lot of content in there. The culling is literally just go into a match and try to like survive to be the end to like get the end. And then that's it. Like there's not a full thing of gameplay there that you're paying for every month. Well, I mean, if, that, if that's for. your game, I, I could see you wanting to play for it. But it's with the example you brought up with WoW and Final Fantasy 14. They're kind of the biggest players in that space. The that's what I mean. Not anywhere close to the biggest player in the battle royale space so they're like they're they're asking for stuff that like fortnite doesn't even ask for exactly yeah it's like for sure i fortnite could probably get away with this but it's fortnite they could get away with anything they wanted to do i think PUBG could even maybe get away with it at this point even yeah probably yeah yeah like i actually you know what i don't even know that might actually drive people away at that this point because it's been so long for free Putting up any gateway might drive them away. But like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. This is an absolutely crazy, crazy move from this team. And I'm afraid it's probably just going to lead to that team dissolving completely. Uh, at this point, maybe they should. They keep making bad business decisions. The market's speaking. I'm surprised they they're still around, around after this many stumbles. Crazy. Uh, I pulled another news thing that apparently updated just like an hour ago. Uh, we got news as to more NES and SNES c- games coming to Nintendo Switch Online. For Super Nintendo, we're getting Operation Logic Bomb, Panel Dupont, and Wild Guns, which is the thing I wanted to talk about. Hell yes, Wild that Guns. That game is great. Yep, that game's great, so I'm excited to see that coming. And for NES, we're getting Rygar, which is not so great, but sure. It is weird that Wild Guns <laughs> is getting added, considering Wild Guns Remastered is on the Switch already, and has been for yep. uh, like at least a year. Yep. But hey, like they probably know it's popular, so why not? I guess, yeah. Also, it's I weird to so. see Panel the Pawn added and not Tetris Attack. What is Panel the Pawn? Yeah, true. Panel the Pawn is the original game. Okay. So Tetris Attack, cool. it, it might be you might know it better as Pokemon Puzzle League. Uh, like it was the original way they brought that over here. They originally was called Panel the Pawn in Japan, and then they changed the license to Yoshi and other like Yoshi's Island characters just to make it more appealing. Over here, that's why they also give it the Tetris name. I'm guessing they didn't want to license the Tetris license again. They're like, ah, it's just cheaper if we put Panel the Pawn up. I'm sure. so I'm assuming that's yeah. why we're getting it, but like, it's just it's still interesting because like most people know that as Tetris Attack or as, as Puzzle League at this point. Sure. Uh, okay, well, I'll take over the news at this point. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is free on the Epic Game Store. Uh, okay. I usually don't mention what the free game is, but um, so many people try to do it. My client was busted like all day. Oh, that's why everyone was posting pictures of a busted Epic client. Now it makes sense. So clearly lots of people want Grand Theft Auto 5 for free, Um, which I thought everybody had Grand Theft Auto 5. That's like the most profitable game ever. No one, not everyone has it because it's still literally that game that shows up in like the top 10 monthly sales for for consoles every month. Right. That's why I was saying. That's why I was like, who doesn't have this game yet? But on anyway. PC, probably a lot of people because it's j- more recently on PC. So oh, yeah, maybe it was, it's people it that are just like, PC. I had this on PlayStation. Let's check it out on PC now. 
Oh yeah, there's like a. Uh, I also mentioned this. Coupons. If you redeem this free game, you will get a ten dollar code for the Epic Game Store. Uh, this is also oh. the first code that Epic has given out. They've done coupons before, but you can yeah. use this coupon for DLC this time. So, oh, shit. Control Season Pass, here I come, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so you're you're losing money not getting a spring game. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm getting it right now. Nice. Yeah, now that I know uh, you're that talking about I'm the Control coupon. Season Pass, right? Yep. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Um, Sony had a state of play today all about Ghost of Tsushima. I'm assuming neither of you guys has watched this. No. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, this is the first time I'd watched like a ton of gameplay of that game. That game is Assassin's Creed. Straight up oh, is, is it? Assassin's Creed. Um, from like things in the environment are flashing because you can press a button and collect them for crafting materials to hey, you're going towards this fort. Do you want to run in there and attack and just, you know, hack and slash your way through? Or do you want to crawl, crawl around and use your bow and arrow and take them out at like an assassin? It is just Assassin's Creed again, which is exciting for me. I'm, I'm an Assassin's Creed fan. It's also worrisome for me because I'm already worried playing Odyssey is going to burn me out on <laughs> Assassin's Creed in time for Valhalla. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm already thinking about playing what is essentially the east asia version of assassin's creed that everyone's been asking for in july so <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah here we go um anyway they had a big long uh, gameplay demo fully just gameplay it was um about 18 minutes long there seems to be some cool stuff where it's like the wind will direct you towards just like interesting things to engage with whether it's like a haunted cave or a new village you can like follow the wind where the wind goes so that seemed kind of cool there's also a black and white mode uh which seems cool as well it looks like a cool game i'm probably gonna play it because like why not um okay july 17th and i'll tell you the one reason why not is because that's also the day the new paper mario is coming out okay this sure. was announced this morning <clears throat> paper mario the origami king yeah i think it's called that sounds right yeah the origami king um, who's excited for more Paper Mario? That's why the screenshot I saw was origami. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think it's going to um, come with some origami paper in the box like Heavy Rain did? Oh, I forgot it even did. <laughs> I still if have not, that I think somewhere. they fucked up. It might, it might. So we'll see which, which origami-based game is better on July 17th for this new Paper Mario. Um, those last two Paper Marios suck. <laughs> I've never played a Paper Mario game in my life. Is this going to be your first? This yeah. one, yep. Yeah, this is the one <laughs> the that makes a difference. This is the one that gets you. <laughs> no, I'm honest. Are you gonna? Are you? Are you interested in this one? Or I mean, maybe. Why not? At this point, it's I'm on the curious. Switch. I have the Switch open all the time. So I'm curious about this game. Watching the trailer and then like someone found gameplay footage of the battle system, and I don't know how I feel about it. It's it's clearly not Sticker Star, but I I also can't tell what it is otherwise. <laughs> like you're in like a giant arena and there's like five rings of enemies outside of you and you can line up the rings so that they're all in order and that gives you an attack bonus. And then you pick it showed them picking the attacks they had, which were like uh, kick or like obviously jump and uh, hammer like it normally is in Paper Mario, but like they were still shiny and stuff like the stickers. So I don't, I don't, I can't tell what it was meant to be or what it's going for. So I, I can't wait for more information on this. 
<laughs> yeah, and hopefully we'll get some soon because, like I said, this comes out in two months, basically. Um, yep. You can pre-order it now if you want. Uh, and yeah, that's July 17th, same day as Ghost of Tsushima. So that's going to be a fun day. Um, in other like big uh, news events, this was part of Keeley's what is his summer is it summer game fest i think that's what it is summer game yeah. fest uh streams was unreal engine 5 was revealed uh and i think that this tech demo looked fantastic <clears throat> they have said it's not an actual game it is just an example of how things could look and it was running on early ps5 hardware i okay. wish it was a game because it looks awesome uh, if you want to check out some of the stuff they showed off, I would recommend looking at the Unreal Engine YouTube channel. There's a nine-minute video and a two-minute video. If you're pressed on time, check out the two-minute one. But hey, we live in a quarantine, so you got nine minutes. Check out the nine-minute one. That's the good one you want to watch. Specifically I'm in for the you guys, one right now. Yeah, yeah. Things to check out. It looks a lot uh, like there's like wall climbing. Like it's got your Uncharted in there. If you want to jump to around the four thirty mark. Uh, Maybe even just a little oh, bit. Shit. 420 is probably a good one. You're climbing up walls. It looks fantastic. Um, they went into, I'll obviously, the, the lighting around the six-minute mark looks fantastic. The big thing, though, is the end, which is, this is why you don't want to watch the two-minute one, is if you get to about, I want to say, 7.30, watch the rest after 7.30, because um, there's this flight section that looks unreal, looks super fun, they said it was all in-engine gameplay. None of that was a rendered cutscene or anything like that. Um, this was all a real-time real demo. I wish this was a game. This looks like a, a fantastic Uncharted game mixed with flying. It looks like Prince of Persia 2008. <laughs> uh, but way better, okay. obviously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, this was Unreal Engine 5. Uh, so Tim Sweeney from Epic was on there talking about that. Uh, kind of just getting into the depths of it, how it's going to be on everything. They're mostly going to be getting everything ready for 2021. They talked about how Fortnite will move to Unreal Engine 5 mid-2021. So this is still a ways off. Don't expect this to be on the PS5 or anywhere later this year, but uh, sometime next year. That's uh, why that's, I saw a picture of Tim Sweeney eat, drink, eating Popeyes or whatever. Okay. Tim Sweeney was eating Popeyes and everyone was like, why does he have nothing in his room except for one of those like static electric balls? When you're <laughs> yeah. Like, why was that just on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> um, Pretty good. Uh, they also had a smaller announcement. They announced the Epic Online Services have launched, which is Epic opening up to all developers for free their SDK to get your game running cross-platform on consoles. Okay. That's huge. Which, yeah. This is a huge deal. So if you it look is. at Fortnite, it has cross-play. You look at, like, Paladins, that has cross-play across different consoles. Epic is giving this away to any developer for free, the ability to put that into your game. It makes sense, because then you get people in the Epic ecosystem. It totally yeah. makes sense to do this. Um, I this is I think this is huge. This is such a huge win for gamers. Um, I would love cross platform. They're they're slowly doing it more and more. And way to go, Epic! Just giving this out, just making this a possibility. Like I, I, I keep well, saying, I mean, Epic. 
they're Go it's ahead. not just giving it out it's literally because it's going to improve their company uh like have you ever tried to sign into dauntless you have to use an epic account they're making an ecosystem where people have to use them so sure like, but i don't think that's th- that's not much off my plate like i'm not losing that much having to do that so i'm i think i mean that i is, hope this is a i hope you're win. right yeah it's a huge win until there's a giant leak or like hack or something like i hope i mean you could say that about any company i do say that about every company yeah but epic's already had a history of some (laughs) issues so that's kind of why everyone's so wary about it right now well i was actually going to say epic's is continuing a history of doing some really like consumer forward stuff oh i know you're you're not wrong you're not wrong on that for Uh, sure do we have do we have the other thing on here about the whole like the first million thing or is that also uh part of this uh first million i don't know what you're talking they changed they changed their license recently for unreal engine uh they've made it more uh new new user friendly right and apparently they have a new uh agreement right now that they do not charge you anything for using their engine up until the past the first million dollars worth of sales on your game yeah there's no license i actually do think i did hear about this yeah yeah which is also a big deal yeah no that's that's maybe for like game developers the bigger deal for sure. That's oh, easy for yeah. indies. Yeah. For uh, us, it's obviously the fact that we could play a game with people on a different systems. I mean, yeah, I think Epic is has been using their money in like really like weirdly generous ways that they do not have to. Like you look you go back to like the revenue split thing from, you know, a year or so ago. Like that was a big deal too. Um so it is cool that they are continuing to do this. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to figure quick, out what this news is, this PS5 thing. Sony just basically came out and they kind of mimicked Microsoft mentioning that their hardware is on track for a 2020 holiday release. Uh, oh, they okay. don't they don't have any major issues in their development pipeline at the moment. So okay. everything is good to launch this fall. Cool. Um. And then the next biggest news, this was another Jeff Keighley joint. Uh, he got on a live stream with the head of Vivendi and Tony Hawk on his birthday to announce Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. And apparently Tony Hawk leaked, the, leaked it a couple hours early on Twitter. <laughs> I guess he was like, he was like um, texting oh, it out or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude's excited, what do you man. Think? Well, are you guys excited? Uh, I love Tony Hawk, but I also remember yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro well, what Skater do you think about HD, the game, though? which is just this. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, the problem with HD was the physics, right? Everyone hated that. Yeah, the physics were weird. I'm trying to remember yeah. what studio did that. Was it Vicarious or was it Beanox? It wasn't Vicarious. You're right. It was Vicarious Vicious, not Vivendi. Sorry. That's the thing is a lot of people have more uh, hope with this one because uh, Vicarious Visions... Um, they did a lot of the current Activision remasters, Spyro and Crash, which have been received very well. It was oh, yeah. Robomoto, which oh, also yeah. did the all the bad Tony Hawk games, including uh, Skater 5, Shred, and Ride. Yeah, that would do it. Okay, now that explains um, why there's more confidence. Okay. That team there's sucks. also apparently a n- number of original um, Neversoft developers in here as well from cool. the old days. Very cool. Over at Vicarious Visions. So seems like they're going for, for good with this one. They got a team behind it. Uh, I'm definitely more hopeful just because of the Crash and Spyro 
team people working on it. Like those are great ports. If it if it captures that feel, day one purchase for me. If it doesn't, oh then, for sure, then I won't be shocked. Basically, I don't know. I I really feel like I've yeah. already gotten my fill of one and two. Like I'm, it's always great to go exp- explore them again, but I don't need a 4K re-release of it. I want to know. See, I'm I, the opposite. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't play much of two. I played a lot of one, mm. but I also don't re- return to those games like ever. So yeah. like I'm down. Mm. It's also 40 bucks. Like I'm that's great. Yeah. My, my main stance right now is like, I want this. If this ends up being good, I want it to sell well. So we get an actual proper Tony Hawk pro skater entry again yep. and not just the cash in that was five. Yep, well, I think you'd get a three plus four next, right? Uh, and then you maybe you'll get a a six. See, that that's that's the question. Like people love three and four, but three and four is also where they started losing a couple people because they started going so combo crazy. Like the Thug era is like the last good time I remember hearing people talk about Tony Hawk. Yeah, I, I uh, loved American in, Wasteland, in but like it. after that, it's just like it's like everyone's like varying opinions on the, it. The jackass of of Tony Hawk kind of took over too much. Yeah. I mean, that was thug two yeah. was literally jackass and thug one was like yeah. hinting at it. Um, they have said they're bringing some of the tricks and stuff you would get from the later games into these ones. Yeah. Uh, watching because they understand watching the trailer, you can see them doing a revert off of a ramp. So it's, it's probably yeah. going to play uh, engine wise like uh Tony Hawk's pro skater HD did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's if fully bringing everything in. They just kind of said they're bringing in some stuff that they expect gamers would kind of expect to be there. Yeah. Um. They didn't really go into details, but they did mention like the manual and revert are are part of that as well. Yeah, manuals from two. Um, so, but reverts. Revert is really the big thing. And uh, shoot, I forget the thing they added in four that actually like made it so you could pretty much just chain like crazy. I think I might be thinking of just. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be PS4, Xbox One, and Epic Game Store September 4th. There's Wait. a few different editions. One of them includes a skateboard. I, I saw a mini skateboard, like a little in the little fingerboards. No, I think it's a full skateboard. It's 100 bucks. Uh, that's too cheap for a good skateboard. That's way too game. cheap. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, and it's the, the design is that weird bird skull one that I remember was in Tony Hawk one. Oh, that's, that's Tony Hawk's actual birdhouse logo. Tony. Like that's his skateboarding company. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, if you pre-order, you get access to the warehouse demo, uh, earlier than the release date, whenever that comes out. Uh, I think the game looks good. I'm, I'm down for some Tony Hawk myself. Oh no, actually, I, this never is going to be a day one for me. Sean is correct. It comes with an actual skateboard deck. Oh, that thing's going to be garbage then for that price. But I mean, no, it, it doesn't come with the, it doesn't come with the wheels. It's literally just the deck. So that actually oh, that will okay. actually be good at that price. OK, that makes sense. Then. You guys going to play it? Yeah, yeah like I said, course. if it's good, we'll play it. OK, they've already said that. I think I also heard that they're doing the soundtrack. Yeah, they've got most they've got the most of the songs back from one and two. They've already shown Goldfinger's back. So Superman's in there. Rage Against the Machine, yeah. uh, Dead Kennedys, a bunch of other mainstays from the first two games. Cool. So here's the question. Here's the question everyone's asking. Who's the, like, guest characters? I, Is I, Spider-Man I think exclusive you're right. to the I, PS4? I think you're right about it being Crash and Spyro, honestly. Yeah. Crash is probably in there. Crash? Yeah. yeah. And who else would you put in? Who would you want to put in there? Well, it's probably got to be a, 
an Activision character. So now's our chance to have Soap McTavish, baby. Let's go. Let's bring back Officer Dick. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, Darth Maul. Yeah. Just bring everyone back. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's continue on. Uh, Ubisoft has announced their kind of E3 replacement uh, event July 12th called Ubisoft Forward. A digital showcase with exclusive game news reveals and more. Oh, so man. later than typical. Are they going to finally show Gods and Monsters so I can see that game <laughs> instead of a screenshot would, or two? I would assume so. I hope I'm so. I'm assuming they just had an investor call today. I didn't pull that because uh, it was just like a series of tweets. Um, but they said they're currently working on five AAA titles four, uh, that have been announced, one unannounced. And the four would have been uh, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs, Gods and Monsters, and um, Quarantine. Right? Okay, cool. Maybe it I wasn't mean, Gods and Monsters, though. Maybe it was like a new Far Cry. I don't know. I can't remember. But maybe no, that's the no. last one. Okay. Um, but I'm assuming they would show Quarantine as well. I hope um, so. Yeah. This made me. This got me thinking. Like, what we normally we do like an E3 predictions kind of thing, like the week before. But now that E3 is getting like spread out, we got to like predict stuff soon here. Um. So this just kind of like, hey, what do you guys think is going to be at the Ubisoft press conference? Assassin's oh, right Creed. now. I don't know, just like off the top of your head, what do you think is going to be there? Creed. What would you, what would you like to be Sass there? Sass Creed, Just Dance going to be there. I love Beyond Good and Evil Two to be there. I like to know that thing. Is, that would, so how it, do they do Just Dance with the world as it is? How do you get a parade together? They they advertise the online mode and they just have everyone separately with uh, in their houses doing the actual like parade thing, and then they do a visual mosaic of all of them like in different screens like together. A Zoom meeting. Yeah, I think they do like a Zoom meeting, like how people have been yeah. like singing together. Yeah. 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 Okay. That that makes sense to me. But I, I, I think see they Gods show and Monsters. Yeah, I, I want to see, see Gods and Monsters. Yep. Oh yeah, Gods and Monsters. I forgot about that. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, announced a new Far Cry. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that would be more than just a trailer probably so i mean i would i would assume they yeah i don't i don't know exactly i would assume they probably have gameplay because those far cry games are pretty similar exactly i'm not saying i'd be really excited for another far cry um i think there's enough far cries but uh obviously assassin's creed yep watch dogs three a new ip or two that we don't know about would be fantastic yeah trying to think if they is there anything you would love for them to bring back i'm trying to think of some other ips rayman Rayman. do you think you think they do another rayman i would love another rayman i thought they basically burned their bridges with the creator though i I, like i'm trying to remember what the hell's even going on with that i mean they they put out a new one like a a side-scrolling one on apple arcade back in september oh i thought that was a port of the the mobile endless runner i'm i guess i'm wrong it was another one of the Endless Runner style ones. Oh, okay. Because there's been like three of those for Rayman. And it was a new one. Hmm. I'm just trying to think of Ubisoft properties. Steep. I don't think they do anything with Steep. Division 2? Yeah, they probably announced something for Division 2. Another, I don't know another what Another thing for Division 2? Another year, maybe. Another season. Right. 
they probably talk about like whatever the next upcoming season of siege is right oh for sure i'm i'm trying to think of what they do with uh the ghost recon series if they do more breakpoint or if they're just like breakpoint was a failure we know you guys kind of hated it here's the new one right i i wouldn't be surprised because they've been working on breakpoint i wouldn't be surprised to be like and here's the first or the second year coming to breakpoint what you can expect yeah. with breakpoint and and they're you know i wouldn't be surprised if they're not gonna stand their ground and turn that thing around like they do time and time again with their series that's true they do do that a lot that's true i hope so because i tried replaying some more breakpoint when it was on a free weekend a while ago that game still just doesn't feel right something's off about it i don't know what is this all right last little bit of news i got is we got a release date again for the iron man psvr title and it is july 3rd cool cool let's do some questions if you want to send in questions it's top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box this first one comes from kevin who writes I recently installed Windows 10 32-bit on my mom's old laptop and was surprised that it still worked with only one gig of RAM. This made me think, what are some games that were really impressive considering the hardware they were on? Resident Evil 2 on N64. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> That's, the fact that they got that running is amazing. Yeah. They, they crammed a two-CD game into one N64 cartridge. I think it was one of the biggest cartridges you could get at the time, but like it, it fucking worked. It wasn't too terrible a downgrade, honestly. Yeah. They have uh, exclusive content in that too. I don't think it's that much, but yeah. It's a file that ties some of the games together. And I think another mode that's just kind of like a battle mode. I don't even remember. But yeah, but yeah, it has like tofu and, and hunk and everything. So, it's crazy that they got that. that that's the version sure. of two I played, actually. <laughs> the Game Boy Advance versions of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games yes. are way better than they have any right to be. That was Vicarious yeah. Visions. That's what they were known for originally. Yeah, those things are actually like really good. Yeah. They got Doom working on the SNES back in the day. <laughs> Barely. That was crazy. Yeah. Also, I just at the time, I remember Donkey Kong Country just being like, how does it look this good with the SNES back then? I don't I didn't play it myself, but I always thought this was a weird port. So how did this run Starcraft on the N64? It was pretty Apparently muddy looking. It's very good. Yeah, but it did all yeah. right. It was a little bit muddy. That's okay. about it. But it had both Starcraft and Brood War in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. I guess, like, the answer is just Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo yeah. always has, like, kind of subpar hardware for a while, and they somehow made it work. And then they had the GameCube, which was better it, by all rights, because Minidisc was better, but nobody used <laughs> the capabilities of that thing, unfortunately. Weird. Okay, VGC Kenny says, What cool action moment from a video game or anything else... Would you sign the the people running this aren't responsible for my death waiver? Would you go on? Holy shit. Hold on. I think there's some like commas or something missing from this. 
what cool action moment from a video game would you sign the the people running this aren't responsible for my death waiver would you go on if they had a highly accurate amusement park ride of it you aren't guaranteed to die just highly likely any battle royale uh (laughs) i'm not signing a waiver (laughs) any any uncharted set piece oh my god i immediately went to like fast and furious movies um anything from fast five with the the train at the beginning yeah seems pretty nuts yep Yeah. How about any one of the uh, Assassin's Creeds, uh, like Leap of Faith? Oh, God, no, never, never. I did a 30 foot <laughs> jump into the, the ocean once, and I will never do that again. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That shit is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But what if you did it into a pile of leaves? Ah, uh, yes, much safer than the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Pile of leaves. And you land on your back. Uh, in this oh, pile of no. Leaves. God, no. Oh, I mean, to be fair, that's how you want to land if you want to actually survive. But yeah. Uh, Linebacker writes in and says, what is the longest it has ever taken you to beat one game? I feel like we have to exclude games that we just stopped and we plan to get back to. I mean, it just could be like, I I, could be like my whole life. But I feel like that kind of makes sense. Like there's got to be some game from your childhood where you're just like you started a file and then you're like, "Eh, I'll get back to it later. Right. No, that's what I'm saying is like, of course we have that, but I feel like that doesn't count because it'll be because I think it has to be something that you did go back to. Okay. Like how long? Well, was I'm ass- that? yeah, I'm assuming this has to be something you did yeah, go yeah. back to. Like that's the actual yeah, yeah, requirement. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. like I could say like, well, I never finished Final Fantasy three, you know, ten years ago, or seven still got that for save that, file, <laughs> or seven for yeah. even further back, still got that save file, but like that doesn't count. That's not fair. Um. I'm trying to think if there was like a long time and then I did actually go back. There's, I don't know. There's definitely something, but I'm blanking right now. It's probably like one year. There's, like Doom 2016. I played that when it came out and I wrapped that up earlier this year. That was actually probably the longest. Oh, me. wow. Okay. That super counts, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that was four years. So here's the thing is that if I'm not into a game enough to finish it, I don't go back to it because why? why? That's the thing. Yeah, like I I don't. Yeah, (laughs) I'm thinking I got a couple examples I can think of. Okami, I was playing for a while, loved it. And then God Hand came out and I played that instead. And then later when Reese and I were still dating, we played through all of it. Uh, So that would probably be a time span of like nine years at that point. Okay. Okay. Did you did you did you continue from? No, that's the thing that we started scratch. The problem is anytime like we go like that long and go back yeah. to a game, we start a new save file. So Same. If, right, we're, if, we're, if we're counting just reloading where we left off, I don't think I have a single example. Yeah, because that's what I was talking about for Doom. Um, if if because you forget stuff, right? Like I just yeah. said this with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, I can barely remember the combat. Oh, man, I actually have an answer to this. Uh oh. So, okay. I played Pokemon Platinum when that came out. I knew it would be a Pokemon game. I knew someone would have a Pokemon game answer for this. Put it put it down until God knows when. And, like, I don't know. I picked it up and beat it one day when I just had nothing else to do. Because I was closer. I was close-ish to the end. Like, the same safe you know file how long in between that was? I'm trying to remember when. The problem is, is that I don't remember when I went back to it. It was probably, like, 20... I think Platinum came out in... 15 
ish. Oh, man, Platinum would have been two thousand and nine. Was it nine? I want to say nine. Diamond was eight, eight or nine. Okay, Diamond was Let's seven say, or six. Let's say about seven years in between. Then I guess probably. Okay, Platinum. That's I still had the That's same Platinum team. Was September two thousand eight. Okay, so seven years roughly. That's yeah, that's a long. Way. That's an, I think Pokemon would be an easy one to do this too because it is. There's no yeah. like active time battling. Yep. Like there's no you can just sit there and be like, wait, how do I battle again? I'm going to hit A on fight. Yep. Like it's, it's I didn't even know a- the Pokemon in my party. Like I don't, re- I didn't remember them at all. <laughs> so it was that memorable. Sukusuku asks, "Does Kirby have teeth?" Oh God! Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> No, there's no way it has teeth, right? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it has teeth. Depends on which power. I think it's, it's using. just cut. That's what true. would it have to eat to get teeth? Any enemy with that primarily is teeth. Like what? Like a giant dentures monster. <laughs> One of those like true, like wind up teeth. Yeah, exactly. Chattering teeth. Things. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, oops. Uh, where I think are, it's Paul. Yeah, I think it's Green me. Green Fantastic. Yeah. Green Fantastic says, I recently got really into Elite Dangerous Space Flight Sim. Considering purchasing a flight throttle and joystick, what is your dream home simulator machine? I've always wanted one of those like weird VR things with like the like 360 gyro ball treadmill thing to like. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Really, never have to worry about walking into a wall or something. <laughs> at uh, at GameWorks, the one that's near where Pax East or Pax West usually is, they have Initial D uh, set up in a, a cockpit that moves around based on how you're driving. And if you're going uphill or downhill, I want one of those. And I believe with like that's iRacing cool. tech, they're doable. Yeah, that's cool. This might not seem like the coolest piece of tech okay i would just love a ski ball machine that's fair that would be cool i'm yeah i would just love like hey i'm going to the kitchen to grab a snack <laughs> i'm gonna just throw a ski ball i'm just gonna only one way i'm gonna pick one only up, throw one a ski, ski ball, ball. Yeah. yeah you know i'm i'm i don't have time to play a full ski ball game i don't want to get i don't want to like you know get in the zone i'm i got something else going on i'm a little hungry i'm gonna just on my way throw a ski ball yep agreed Man of simple tastes. What can I say? Fair enough. Uh, next one comes from Rasterman. Taking this one from Twitter. The last TV show you watched is now getting a crossover with the last video game you played. <laughs> what is no. the unholy abomination thing that you have just created? Fuck, what's the last TV show I've watched? Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons combined with okay. Pacross. So I got Simpsons Pacross. Yo, that's great. That's not bad. That's not. That's yeah, honestly that's not that bad. That, like that. That that totally works. If you I told me that's coming out next week, I'm buying it. Yeah. <laughs> I got Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and oh, no, I guess it's actually Animal Crossing. Okay. Okay. So there's like a there's like a weird dark underbelly where I where some of the villagers have been kidnapped and put in a bunker for 15 years, but it's funny. Okay. It's the last TV show I watched. The Outsider mixed with Mega Man does not work at all. 
Interesting. <laughs> well, how would that work? Like, you have to put it together. You have to make this game. I guess you play as the main detective dude who's trying to figure out the murder that happened. And he's and Mega Man? And you are taking down... Oh, yo, you could actually make this work. So the killer is um this weird, like, paranormal thing that copies, like, a doppelganger that copies people and then murders people, on like, looking like them, which causes a bunch of confusion and, like, sadness or whatever that makes, makes it grow stronger. So you would literally play a detective that's chasing this thing down in its different, like, people form as, like, the robot masters, which is really fucking weird. And then it would end up in a most disappointing ending as every Stephen King property does. Mm-hmm. And weirdly how actually the last game I played uh, Mega Man Zero 4 ended. This works out very well. I'm in. There you go. Also good question. That's great. VGC Kenny. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Cold. Cold. Hot. Cold you can just put on more layers. Yep. Yeah, I don't care about your rationale. I'm picking hot. Fair. All right. Hebrew Lantern says, what video game do you wish you could experience again for the first time? Chrono Trigger. I feel like we had sure. this question a lot. Like, So the thing I was going to say to you, Paul, before um, yeah. and I wanted to save it for the show is so I think about our right, favorite game. It's Burnout Paradise. So I did. I got that again in the remaster obviously it wasn't the first time but i got that game updated and the thing was that game does not have the modern standards you would expect from a racing game in in what was it 2019 2018 the remaster yeah what if they released what if that game never existed and they released it now and you're playing it for the first time i would not like that game very much because it would be missing so many features that are like basically required in a racing game at this point such as no what i'm saying is that that experience would be updated to now because we're not talking about literally the same game again i don't think that's what i'm saying is well i think it would be the exact same game again because if you're updating it to a new thing i think it's a different game it is technically not that game like if you if you released burnout paradise right now with modern stuff like you know a fast travel system you know whatever else you might need it's yeah. not the same game i think is i think that is separate right but that experience would so this is the problem is that you can't re-experience a thing like the experience is that time and place it's not just the game well i think for this question it is the game they're like they're saying you you pick that game out of the past it mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't exist and they were releasing it now which game would oh, you so like you to just do that wouldn't, you wouldn't like that game at all if you just played it for the I, first time now? I might like it a bit. I would definitely not like it as much as I did because it would feel like it is missing and lacking. There's no oh, way it would be I, I feel old. like this makes us a flawed question, though, at this point, though, because then it's like, well, anything you pick that's old enough is just going to feel clunky compared to everything else, so it's not going to be fun. You're going to, like, that essentially means almost every game you choose now would be terrible. Well, because I was going like to go, the, like, like, the only answer, I think Ghost, Ghost Trick is fine. The only answer I can think of that would be safe would be something like Tetris. Or, yeah, like, Ghost Trick's also a good option. Tetris would so be I think a there good are, one. I think there are some games that would that hold up. I think it's part of, does the game also hold up? Although Tetris on the NES was garbage, so that specific one wouldn't work. But, yeah. I mean, if we do change it, like, if you are updating the game, then I think it just ends up being what's your favorite game, right? Which I think is a less interesting question. 
But the thing is, is that the experience is like the part of the life of your life that you're in at that moment. Like if I'm I, really into fighting games, then it's like, oh, I wish I could re-experience Street Fighter 2 again. I think it, it depends the on the time. genre of the game, too. Like I pick Chrono Trigger because I love it the does. story of that. And like that, yeah. would, that would hold up because it's like, oh, I get to experience all these story twists again. Like, I feel like there's certain mm-hmm. things where like this question, like that, that whole like, is it not modernized thing isn't really an issue. There's answers. I think, where I think that story games do. I think story games would hold up a lot better. Yeah. If story is yeah. like the main key or if it's a game that is like simple enough. And I think that's where we get to like the Tetris stuff where it's like it doesn't matter what age it is. The mechanics of Tetris are going to be Tetris. And sure, it might be in VR now or, or whatever, but it's still going to play basically like Tetris. Because mm-hmm. um, like I can't think of like many shooters that I love that I would be like, I want to play through this shooter again. Again, sure. Um, it's probably something story based, I guess. Yeah, I th- well, I think that's also just kind of the stuff that you're going to latch onto. Like, is anyone really being like, man, I just actually now that I, I was about to say, does anyone really being like, man, I just loved the guns of singularity and I wish I could experience mm-hmm. that shotgun again. Yeah, but people do do that, right? Yeah, it's like singularity is good. And, well, I like singularity for the weird story and, and the atmosphere and stuff. Um I could make an argument for Bioshock, but again, that's more leaning yeah, on the uh, atmosphere yeah. and the story. Yeah. Anyway, so my answer would probably be Ghost Trick, and I'm slowly getting to the point where I've completely forgotten that story, um, and I'm looking forward to that day. So you're that's going back? You're going to go back to it when they probably, eventually probably at some release point. it? Yeah, when games stop coming out, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go back to that game. I mean, I'm going to say the same answers of Metal Gear Solid and Resident Evil, because story there well yeah and i really really liked those games the first time i played it and i would like to have that experience again i think it also comes down to which if you're a person who routinely plays older games then that disconnect of like hey this is an old game it doesn't hold up wouldn't be as big of an issue i know for myself it would i don't really like going back to old games i don't mind going back to it honestly takes me like 10 minutes of learning a game to be like this is fine again I, exactly. I go back all the time, so this is not an issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't remember who's next. I am. I, am. I don't know. Okay, I'm next. Uh, Final Insanity writes in and says, How often slash under what circumstances do you restart a game you haven't played in a while as opposed to continuing from an old save? Hey, look, we, an- we sort of answered this hey. one earlier. <laughs> Interesting. If you don't remember, if you're if you're not far enough in and you don't remember most of the mechanics, probably better to restart. But like, yep. there's a certain point where it's like I've already put like 20 hours in this game. There's 10 hours yep. left. It'd be really weird to start all over and do another 20. I think we did. At, so didn't someone send this in? Like, how many hours into a game? Oh no, it was like muscling through. If you didn't like that part, right? That's something that like right. that. Yeah. Um. But I think it's, there's a similar answer here of like, how many hours in will you say I'm going to restart if it's been too long? All right. Here's a question for you guys. I'm going to propose a hypothetical. Okay. You got to the point of Final Please. Fantasy 13 where the game, quote unquote, opens up and is good. <laughs> so okay. Back, so you're 20 hours where in. I am in Final Fantasy 13. Back then. Now you want to yep. play it again. Are you going to play that 28 or like 18 hours again? Or do yes. you just start from your save file where you know this is the part that's good? I, I'm anyway. starting over. If I don't remember any of the story, Ooh. it depends. 
See, I look up a YouTube video and get caught up because I don't care. Yeah, oh, but at that point, at idea. that point, you've watched. Okay, we're talking Final Fantasy, which is a game with like heavy cutscenes. If we're talking thirteen, and we're talking yeah, eighteen yeah. hours of gameplay, you're you're probably watching a five hour film at least at that point. That's still less than eighteen hours That's of games you have to redo. So much fucking time, though. Like at that point, That's you'd be like, "Why well, should just go play something else?" Well, in this scenario, you're not allowed to play something else. You have to play <laughs> Final Fantasy Thirteen, and you're and you have to decide: Am I starting over, or am I am I continuing from where I left? You're off? not allowed. I'm starting over. I'm yeah. starting over, and I'm probably okay. starting it on a new platform because why not? It probably got re-released somewhere, okay. and there's a better version. You know what? I'm just gonna take the stand and be like, I'm not starting over, even if I don't remember a thing, and I'm not allowed to look up the synopsis. I don't care enough about story. I care more about mechanics. And if it finally gets mechanically good after 20 hours, I'm in. I, I think I would probably I load this- up the save and then like if I play it, it's like this doesn't feel right. I would probably restart. A lot of games have like a kind of like s- synopsis of major story. I beats. don't think I don't think that one did. does. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I'm just saying in general, I've never used those, but I think those are in there for like, oh, I'm coming back to a game like a few months later. What happened again? Oh, here, let's catch you up story-wise. I've never once used that feature, but I guess that's what those are for. Have, have you guys ever used that feature? Yeah. No, I can't think of a game. Oh, really? Oh. What was okay. It's usually that games for? that I've done on stream. So like, you're like, oh, we haven't oh. played this in like six months. What's the last thing we did? Okay, so here's like the check mark of things we've done. Oh, okay, now I remember. Okay, yeah. Because I, I remember seeing that in like Professor Layton had those. Um, but oh. I always just play those kind of in like, you know, one span. Sure. Where are we in? Is it me? Uh, I should be you now. <laughs> okay. Antonio writes in and says, what is the first video game you remember buying with your own money? Did it become a treasured memory or an instant regret? <laughs> uh, it was epidemic for the PlayStation and it was an instant regret. See, the problem is I remember buying a game. It's the earliest one I can remember, but I know I bought other games before it. Uh, Kirby Superstar. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. But I'm I'm pretty sure I actually the first game I bought, I think might have been Pokemon Red. I can't remember which came out first, honestly. Between Kirby and Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think Pokemon was first, actually. I don't know which is the first one with my own money. Um, it mu- it would have been something at like the cash converters because that's where I was buying a lot of my games when I was super young because they were like discounted. They were a month apart, <laughs> so okay. I don't oh, even wow. fucking know which one I bought first. Then, like the technical answer is I bought one of those freeware CDs that you can like buy for ten bucks with like comes with a hundred games or whatever. Yeah, but right. yeah, like yeah, PC yeah. games. Uh, cause yeah. it had jazz ball on, on it. Oh, jazz ball. <laughs> and I loved, I loved jazz ball from computer class and like wasting time. The other things on that CD at that time were a free trial version of, uh, Duke Nukem, Doom One, and Shadow Warrior. So a bunch of FPS games that I grew to love, <laughs> weirdly. I, I have absolutely no idea what's the first one I spent my own money on. And I'm, and I can't even remember like, the first games I got were first games I got definitely were like my dad bringing some games home. But like, I'm trying to think like my Game Boy, was that a, a birthday gift or did I use like birthday, birthday money? 
I think that was a birthday gift. I have no idea what I specifically said. I'm going to buy this game with. I I don't know. Oh shoot! Here. Actually, shit. That I think that means like the first game I bought was Link's Awakening then, because I forgot about Game Boy games. Tell Pokemon. I don't know because mm. I I, re- I remember getting my Game Boy when I was like four or five. I sp- I distinctly remember getting it with Tetris and Mario Land, and then I remember like okay. a year later, or it might even later that year getting the battery pack and a carry case uh, that I could keep it in. And I had that carry case up until last year. What'd wow. you do with it? I got rid of it last year because I have too many Game Boy games to use it with it anymore. Like it's. Did you cry? What? Did you cry? That sounds extremely sentimental. It was very sentimental, but I was like, uh, it's time to let go. <laughs> I, I have. Goodbye. Goodbye, old friend. Did you bury it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like it, it like it was it was falling apart but like it, it like i don't yeah I, I guess i didn't put that much thought into it. i was just like i like I, i've had this for so long i'm trying to think i have all of my game boy or most of mine like 95 percent of my game boy stuff they're all in this old ass fanny pack mm. and i never like wore it as a fanny pack i just that was i guess the bag i had i don't even know why it was in a fanny pack they're all in that i don't think i could get rid of that thing that's like that's like the Game Boy fanny pack. That's that's going to I'm going to die before I get rid of that thing. I just know it. Uh, OK, I'll read this last one. I haven't read one in a bit. I think we got it in order. Yeah. Lucas writes, what do you think the life cycle of the switch will be? The Wii U had a short life cycle and the switch was released in the middle of the Xbox One PS4. Does it keep with the more recent six to seven years or is it extended to stay more in sync with Microsoft and Sony's potential future releases? Hmm. Uh, and then there's a second question I'll read after that. Sure. Uh, so I guess the question is kind of, do you think the switch will get a, a like, will there be a, a hardware jump? Like a significant platform I'm, hardware. I'm count, I'm going to I'm going to count at the switch, same time. I'm going to say a Switch Pro or like a DS Lite equivalent. I wouldn't count that as a hardware jump, but I'd say that like that's coming in the next year. I imagine next year we finally get like the Switch Pro because we get we got the Switch Lite yeah. recently. I wouldn't count that as a hardware. Yeah, jump exactly. Either. But like a but like a DS to 3DS, I would. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was um, thinking like DS to DS Lite kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Right. So I think I think whatever the whatever like the. Th- the 3ds equivalent of the switches like yeah. the next hardware jump do you think that it comes before or at the same time as the end of the next consoles basically halfway through i think nintendo's just on their own yeah. cycle at this point they're on like a half yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think so i well. think switch has got at least three more years at least yep yeah probably that sounds right i think the switch lasts longer than uh we expect though because uh, it's selling so insanely. Remember, well. like this is basically uh-huh. their handheld this generation, and their handhelds traditionally hang on for a lot longer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, second part: the Switch has been selling great, and a lot of the first few years have been ports of Wii U titles or Wii U sequels that are not much of a leap. Yoshi's uh, Crafted World and Splatoon Two, for example. Uh, assumption is Breath of the Wild Two will be on Switch, but could it be a Switch future console? I guess split as well in three to four years i think that thing is just switch i think yeah i agree i I don't think i think it's a a lot shorter of a gap in between than we expect because i bet they're using a lot of the stuff from breath of the wild one yeah as opposed to a whole brand new thing yeah i agree that's my guess i agree as well 
I wouldn't be surprised if Breath of the Wild 2 came out next year, basically. Yeah, I would say probably a next year deal. Uh, with the, with sticker, sorry, with sticker star, with Paper Mario Origami King having been announced today, that was one of the games that was heavily rumored in that recent thing with the, the remake, the remasters of, uh, was it 64 Sunshine and Galaxy? So we're probably getting those yep. announced real soon too. Plus we still have a bunch of games we haven't heard of in a long time, like Bayonetta 3, uh, Metroid Prime 4. Obviously, Breath of the Wild too. So who knows? I think I think the Switch still got some time, easily. Yep, I agree. That's going to do it for questions. If people want to send in questions next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. But we're what not done. Game of the week? Nope, we're not done. We have TDP episode okay. names. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that. Ooh. No, I had it up. Usually, we start with those. Yeah, let's do some episode names. It's been a while. There's no way we're going to remember any of these. Agreed. Uh, okay. Uh, starting with the 27th of February, coronavirus is holding was, the fun was, hostage. That's true. That was before coronavirus. Oh we didn't God. even know what oh was about to God. happen. Those poor baby birds. So the title is coronavirus is holding the fun hostage. Uh, oh, so maybe we did know about it. That yeah, been, that it was definitely been, already yeah. starting. Cons being canceled because of coronavirus. Because that would have been the weekend yeah, I would have been gone for, so. for PAX East. Oh, okay. You're probably yeah. right. Yep, I agree. Context is talking about how the Sonic movie was delayed in China due to the coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Swing and a well, miss. Mm. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> March 5th, they were very cafe. Yeah, I don't know either. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> nope. No idea. That was still pre-lockdown for us, at least me. I think the next week is when the lockdown hits. Context is John talking about how during Throne Controller's event at a theater attached to the Hard Rock Cafe, you could go to the place and see people. Sean said Throne Controller's wasn't very hard or rock and roll based. This was John's response. Yeah, it was was very very cafe. cafe. Okay. (laughs) Okay. March 12th. How have you never heard of Sean Connery? What? That is, that is me. I was um, someone didn't know how to spell my name or I was saying that I always find it crazy. People don't know how to spell my name. Okay. And it's like this is not an uncommon name. How have you like have you never heard of Sean, Sean Connery? OK, I'm um, yeah, I'll back you on that, I guess. then. Uh, a question came in about word mispronunciations. Sean complained about all the different ways people have said his name, pointing at Sean Connery's name as a reference. So, yeah. Nineteenth uh, of March, the last one gets the phone. The last one gets the phone. Hmm. I don't know at all. For the record, no I have idea. Absolutely no idea. No. Can't think of anything. Okay. Context is you are tasked with reviving a dead IP. Paul chose ET. Eventually, you landed on turning into a battle royale where ET gets. <laughs> I the figured phone it was a battle royale, but I couldn't figure out where the phone came in. <clears throat> that idea is still great. <laughs> we should do it. Let's just get EDP that laboratories. ET yep. March twenty sixth. If my heart rate stops, it goes public. What? I'm trying to think of what. What would have been around? I, think at I that might time. have said that. This definitely sounds like a Sean, but what the hell would it have been? 
Did you have some secret you were joking about hiding? No, I think I was like talking in like a hypothetical scenario. Yeah. But I don't I don't know what it was. I think I may have said this, though. It sounds like something I would have said or like an example I would have brought up. There is in the chat says the Xbox code ransom. That's a good pull. Oh, that I didn't you know what? Was that's that probably that it, time? actually. That, I, I think it would be. Didn't a hacker like have a bunch of code on the new Xbox or whatever and was yeah they got the N- the, the Nvidia like code oh okay like yeah yeah okay you guys can't look at the chat that's cheating these people like are behind they're behind <laughs> what do you, oh like they're, they just they're listen listening to, to older episodes oh, yeah, you're right all right fair enough let's see context you're talking about how a hacker said they had the source code for the graphics whatever for the Xbox we're holding it ransom. I remarked how the article stated that the hacker was a she and Sean suggested the person came to them directly and said this. Yeah. <laughs> My heart rate stops and goes public. <laughs> right, because he doesn't want to be gunned down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I know. <laughs> April 2nd, top-down time. TDT. Okay. TDT, TDT, yeah. We, I think I just said that at the beginning. I'm TDT. pretty sure that's all it is. That's, um... Specifically what people should yell to each other when... Oh, yeah, like a, a greeting, like, yeah, it's time for TDT. Yeah. TDT time. You see another fan, yeah. Okay, context. Also known as TDT, TDP fans shove this at each other to ID themselves and get pumped. <laughs> <laughs> so I love stupid. the get pumped yeah, part. <laughs> that part specifically. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, April 9th, politely gave them the middle finger. That, that could be a it sounds like something I would have said. Yeah, I don't know what, what this was it? is. What was the date again? 9th of April. So this would have been like right in the midst of Corona. Uh, yeah, I would have been down. like at home for like three, four weeks almost at this point. Yeah. Politely gave them the middle finger. I don't know. I think I want to say I said it, though. Okay. I don't don't know. Context is talking about how E3 canceled their online presentation. Sean brought up speculation. They were charging presenters for a slot, and this is how they responded. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Um, 16th of April. I still get frowns because of spring breakers, and I know exactly what this is. So I'll wait until you guys... I don't know. That's a good movie, though. No, it's not. Yeah, it, that's a it's, good well, movie. Well, now that you have the discussion about it being a movie, movie, I'm pretty sure Nathan said this. So Yeah, it, it was Nathan. So uh, Was it Nathan? Okay. Uh, oh, I think he like he was saying this to like his co-workers or something. Yeah, me and a co-worker used to always bug him about this movie because he gave the recommendation and we fucking hate that movie. So this would have been about him giving a recommendation saying... I don't know that I want to recommend anything because I still get frowns about Spring Breakers. <laughs> that, I, I'll watch that movie right now. Go watch it then. That like, movie's terrible. Yeah, that's a good movie. No, context is a question about recommendations. Eventually got to the point where Nathan mentioned his co-worker scowls at him because of Spring Breakers. I like how you're oh, laughing because you're the person that scowls at him for that. Well, there's another guy um, that does specifically, but I just give him shit about it. I don't really care if he likes it, obviously. <laughs> oh, Nathan. 
that's it also those are all of them so thank you for writing all right those thank you for writing them good memories um now what is your game of the week oh uh to cross the end of mega man zero three i'm giving it to apex's new season nice um cool that's the show if you're a blue eyes patron i will be putting a submission thread up tomorrow so start thinking about which game uh you would like to submit to the poll and without further ado that's it bye later bye